The Lost Orangutan, read and written by Kieran Bagri. Chapter 1 On one dark night when the shining moon was playing hide and seek with a thin blanket of cloud, my family and I heard a weird rumble and grumble noise. Curiously, my dad went to check. He came back in in panic and was yelling, We've got to go to a new home! As we got outside, there was shouting and screaming about where to go. After what felt like an hour, my feet and hands became weak and tired, so I slowly clambered upon a safe tree whilst calling out for my mum. However, she kept on running in a completely different direction. She was gone. I could not see her, not even a tiny figure from way up here. In fact, my whole family had left me behind here in this tree. Question is, did they even know I was not with them? Slowly, I sunk into the tree branches. Could this be real? My family had left me. My heart began to ache, and I felt all alone and despaired. Like my whole world had been turned upside down. At this point, I was so exhausted that I could not keep my eyes open. I fell into a deep, deep sleep. There she was. Mum, Mum, I am here. But she could not see me or hear me. Maybe I was too far away. So I jumped down the tree and ran towards her, only to find an old-shaped tree trunk which happened to be in the shape of my mother when she would wave. I tried to hold back the, the tears, but it was hopeless. I felt that I would never see them again. I could feel the sharp pain in my heart. Chapter 2. Morning broke and I was awoken by a colourful pointy beak right in my face to this point where my eyes were crossed. I felt rather dizzy and then this thing decided to squawk ever so loudly. Hello! I scrambled up the tree and swung to another as quickly as I could for I thought that maybe this creature wanted to eat me for its breakfast. I did not get a chance to have a proper look so once I was safely on the other tree I gazed at it. It reminded me of my friend Tuki, whom I used to shout out to, and he would echo back and talk to me from way up at the top of a tree where we once used to live. This brought back memories of my family and how we used to live in that big old tall tree, how we played games and make our nest bigger each time we grew a little bit bigger. I could not bear to even think of this or picture these good old times. The matter of fact is that I had to real face reality and hopefully someday find my family. Facing my memories I had to face today and what I was going to do. Too cute, I shout to him, waiting for a response which seemed forever. Pummy, is that you? he answered back. As quick as I could, I swung back to the tree. By this time, he was on the ground, so I climbed down and ran towards him. This time I was not dreaming. It was real. I was so happy I just had to give him a massive hug. Hey, there, what's wrong? Why are you crying? And more to point out, where is your family, he asked. At this point, I could not control my feelings and tears. I just bursted out. They're gone. Tuki seemed a little puzzled. What do you mean, they're gone? I had to explain what had happened. Where do I even begin?
Chapter 3. I took him back that very night, where it all happened. <coughs> this was going to be hard, as I knew it. It was going to feel as though I was back there again, reliving that moment. It all started that night when there was a loud sound and Dad went to see. He saw trees crashing and bashing against each other. There was these bright-eyed light lights that seemed again that bringing down the trees down. We all had no choice. Our homes were being destroyed and we had to get out. We started to run in the only direction that felt safe and free from all the chaos. We all had to run in a group where we all jumbled up. <coughs> After a while I was at the back where I was all alone and tired I to catch up but my hands and feet were starting to feel weak and tired. Then I jumped up onto a tree for rest. <coughs> it was too upsetting to talk about. I couldn't stop crying, so Tuki said to me, Come and sit down. Chapter 4 While sitting down, Tuki asked me, Where did you last see everyone? I can't remember, it was too quick. Close your eyes and think about it slowly. I was at the back, I was running, the trees were continued to fall, Tuki, I remember the path over there, well, we need to go over there. As we got there, I felt full of sadness, it reminded me too much of my mother. Chapter 5 After a long and tiring walk, we stopped at a pile of logs, me and Tuki decided to have a rest and get to spend some time chatting to Tuki. We had a deep conversation and didn't realise there was rumbling sound. Tuki shouted, watch out! A load of logs toppled over me. Tuki, help! The logs are too heavy. After a while, we realised, I realised Tuki flew off and went to get help. Pummy hears Tuki calling out. Tuki returns with his parents. They help Tuki get Pummy out. Neither of them realises when Pummy was freed, he suddenly realised it, it's his parents were there too, and I shouted out, Mum and Dad, I missed you. Pummy's mum says, We've missed you too. Let's never get separated again. The end. <laughs>